0: Super Mega Crash Brothers
2: Turbo. <laughs> 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 Woo! I'm I sorry. Mean, this I, is spa-
0: a- I was trying to be all romantic since it's PYs. the Valentine's thing, so I screwed it up. So, uh, Take two. Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me as always, my co-host, Lacey Finley.
2: Happy Mud Day and happy day Valentine's Day.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it was today, yesterday, whenever. Yesterday.
2: Yeah. If you celebrate it. If
0: you celebrate it. I don't celebrate it. Not that I'm not that I don't love I yes. love but I don't need to I don't need a holiday to remind me when to love.
2: This will be like one of the first years though that I've not been scheduled to work a restaurant shift for it. So I might mm-hmm. like it. I liked it this year better than most. How's that? True, so for yeah. my entire Formative years, I've always had to serve other people to ensure they had a good Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. So I hated it.
0: (laughs) I just feel that if you need a holiday once a year to tell your significant other how much they mean and how much you love them, it's called your anniversary. Now, I don't I I, again, I used to get swept up in it Mm -hmm. younger days the valentines the things and whatnot but
2: she knows well if you live in certain parts of the midwest you get two days a year that you're reminded to love your partner because we also have sweetest day in october
0: isn't that like love day
2: i'm not really sure i even understand what it was i've never heard of it till i moved up here (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) never
0: (laughs) i feel like i've heard of it but it's
2: and I forget about it every year until like the week of when I'm like, why is this day so busy in October? That doesn't make any sense. And then they'll remind me it's sweetest day. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that weird thing that you guys celebrate in this small chunk of the Midwest for whatever reason. <laughs> it's
0: look, if you celebrate it, I'm not trying to shame you. You do you. Yeah, if this do is this is important to you. Go out and get your candies and your roses and all. Do whatever
2: you got to do. I guess, yeah, depending on where you live, going out to dinner.
0: (laughs) I personally just do not see why we should make a fuss over one day. You want to make a fuss? Do it every single
2: day. day. Let them know. Let them know. It's not hard. Although, as a kid, the little Valentine's cards were cute. Even and, though we couldn't appreciate it at the time.
0: No, no, no. It's the it's fair because I used to I used to get all, you know, my brain would would turn to flames anytime love would be written from from a, a girl, and I'd be like, loves huh, 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 me. <laughs> huh, huh,
2: huh.
0: I was a kid. I didn't know any. I gotta better. go
2: pull her hair now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so then I'd try. Do you know? I I don't mean to bring up like. Terrible memories. (laughs) But while we're on the subject of of that, (laughs) I remember one time uh, when I was in school, probably, I know I wasn't that old, third, fourth grade, I'm Mm -hmm. speculating at best right now, and I had the biggest crush on this girl in my class, and um her you know what I'm gonna call her out her name was Rachel Baker oh and she was I just I found her to be just the cutest most beautiful thing I'd ever seen Aww. and yeah. I got nervous and because I was wanting to to ask her if she was gonna be my if she would be my girlfriend or, or go steady or whatever, whatever it you wanted is to at call that it. point yeah <laughs> and I just you know rejection was just not something I was good at dealing with. So I was trying to figure out how to go about it. And, you know, back then you'd tell your friend, hey, hey, could you go could you go see if she, she kind of likes me or whatever and mm-hmm. whatnot. And so I asked a buddy of mine, I think it was uh, David Bennett that I asked. And he went to ask her, and then from a distance— From behind, I hear no, (gasps) and I was like, All right, do you know how rough that was for me?
2: Do we know for sure that that's what they asked? I would
0: hope so. That he didn't maybe,
2: maybe (laughs) I'm gonna throw your friend under the bus here, or I don't know if you guys still talk or whatever. Maybe Mr. Bennett there tried to swoop in on your woman, and that vitriolic rejection was for him and not you
1: Hmm. Hmm.
2: i don't i don't know he
1: was
0: (laughs) david was not that kind of guy like i haven't seen him since grade school eighth grade maybe so we we don't know we don't know but there was just something about that incident Yeah, in the
2: moment yeah
0: it it stung yeah but and kids hey, don't
2: know any better too if they do it so
0: But hey. Big like that. That's what happens. Um so what? I'm 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 happy where I'm at. There you go. I so don't it all need... ended
2: up the way it was supposed to.
0: Yeah, so I don't feel like I missed out on anything. I, I got other choice things to say about it, but uh,
2: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let
0: it go. I'm going to let it go. I already called out names. All the
2: feelings are coming back now. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: But hey, um, a few things I wanted to talk about. First of all, if you missed last week's uh, kind of, I mentioned that I was on this other podcast called mm-hmm. Podcasters Assemble, and we kind of talk about whatever the topic is that week I was on the newest episode that came out. Over the weekend, it's about Gojira or Godzilla, depending on who. the 1954, 56 original. I personally talked about the Japanese version. Uh, Some people talked about, I haven't listened to all of it, but some people talked about the 1956 version. And if you don't know what that means, one's the Japanese version, one's the American version. One actually addresses and talks about The effects of nuclear radiation because you know they were bombed 10 years prior, and that the fears and the the, uh, I guess the pervading idea that it's still Mm -hmm. there and that's what Godzilla is supposed to be. And then when you get to the Americanized version,
2: ah, it's just oh, look, it's a giant monster. Ah! Did we send in the military? And
0: (laughs) well, you know, they tried
2: (laughs) all through all that.
0: but it turns into B movie schlock, which is why the movie is regarded as some cheesy B movie. But mm-hmm. you, if you watch the Japanese version, which I honestly did ahead of time, before I talked about it because I wanted to have like a fresh perspective.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just, it's a deep, deep movie, especially if you know that history. Like yeah? I wouldn't say to a kid, you know, hey, let's watch this movie. You don't know anything about World War Two or the bombs, right? No. Okay, well, then don't worry about it. Because to me, you kind of need that, that information. Mm-hmm. And then that helps amplify the fear. Because Godzilla is supposed to be a metaphor for the bomb. That's what he's about. You know, it's that fear that it's going to come back and it's going to ravage everything. And... That's what he is. Obviously, that got lost in translation over many, many, many decades. Sure, which is fine. He doesn't mm-hmm. need to be that. But I, I feel like I don't want the original's um, concept to be tainted by that. Like it should always remain that. Mm-hmm. And then from there on, then you can say, okay, well now it's a giant monster and he's smashing around with. A couple of others. But keep that understanding of that film. And that's what I wanted to talk about. That's what I talked about the entire time. Uh, my my take on it. And yeah. I did, like I said, I was going to step it up since I didn't I didn't feel like I did a good enough job Ray. with King Kong. I stepped it up this time. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah.
2: Did you, did you, did you lay some knowledge bobs on them?
0: I did. Or at least uh. I tried. I mean, I felt like mine was kind of deep and thought provoking. Not that nobody else did either, but... Um, <laughs> Sometimes, and this is not a critique. This Uh is not a critique. People can talk about movies however they want. But when you're essentially rattling off the plot, Mm -hmm. I don't see how that's you giving your insight into a movie. You know what I mean?
2: I mean, unless you're actually adding what I think about this part that happened. But if you're just like, and then this, and then this, that's just a synopsis.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But again, I'm not knocking anybody. not knocking anybody. Sure. Just because sometimes I feel like my thoughts are are random, like I'm trying to keep them on point. Like I've got one I want to do for the next episode and I've been trying to think about how to talk about it. But I guess the best way I figured to do it is they say that they don't want anything more than 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. So I'll just try to put myself into a nice little... Bubble and and just talk about what I can think of in the moment. So if I get there, I'll get there. If I don't, I don't. I know I got to 15 minutes or at least close enough for this one. Mm -hmm. But King Kong, I didn't talk for maybe five. And it's not that I didn't have a lot to say. I was just I didn't know what to say about it. It was like, well, I like this and I like this and I like this. Yeah. That's cool.
2: Well, if you're more of a fan of one than the other, that's just how life is.
0: And, you know, I I get a lot of flack for that because... If you look at my house uh-huh. and, and all the collectibles that I have, you would think 100%. Godzilla all the way, and I do. I do. This is the this is the hardest thing I have to explain to people. Yes, I love the character. Uh huh. I do with a passion. It's, I love it. See, there's the valentines. I'm giving See? you the love See, theme.
1: The-
0: I the- love the- Godzilla, but when it comes to the two of them together. It's all about the underdog.
2: (laughs) The brain just switches. You're like, "Mm -hmm."
0: because I don't, because yes, I understand that it's unfair. I mean, yes, it, people can sit there and be like, well, he's just going to stomp him in the ground because he's just a big old monkey. Mm -hmm. But that's what makes it fascinating to me. Yeah. You, you're, you're underestimating him and that's, that's going to be your downfall. Opposable
2: thumbs, man. I'm telling you, (laughs)
0: And the, the other part of it too that that just drives me nuts when people just don't want to give him any kind of credit other than just saying he's a big monkey. He can he's he's a thinker. Yeah. Like you said, opposable thumbs. Mm-hmm. He's he's got elements to him that none of other or Godzilla's other enemies have. Like when you see their fight, when you Godzilla fights King Ghidorah, he's just a three-headed just doing like this, and they're just smashing around. So he's just coming up, and he's smashing, and they just smash bodies. Kong mm-hmm. has fists; he punches, he grabs, mm-hmm. he swings. So there's a difference. Get those
2: helicopters out of the air and mm-hmm. buildings. He's attractive women, <laughs> right?
0: So whereas King Ghidorah could possibly bite something and, and hang on, Kong is going to grab it and hold it and use. But doesn't his he brute have
2: fire? Strength. Who? I guess. Godzilla? Oh, Godzilla.
0: Well, yes. And that's, I think that's the part that everyone's always like,
2: yeah, yeah, he'll just light him on fire. Sure.
0: But then we saw in that trailer, what did Kong do? Shield. Oh, tr- ah, see, ah,
2: thinker. The exactly, thinker coming thinker. in? you right. You're right. I'm
0: just trying to lay that out there. That's what's so fascinating about it. Mm-hmm. He's not just going to roll over and take a hit. He's just going to be like, huh, that's a problem. What am I going to have to do with that? Okay, I'll craft a shield. Boom.
2: Right, there you go. What do you think about Let's that, buddy? It's a just, little hot over there, ain't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Coming back with your fire at you.
0: I just, again, I don't have... I don't like picking sides. But <laughs> in this case, I got to go with the underdog and Kong is the underdog.
2: Well, it's finally. Is it? When's it coming now? When's it coming? On
0: March thirty first.
2: March thirty first. And
0: I took your advice. Yeah. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna take that day off and have the Easter weekend and all that.
2: There you go. So I was like, yeah, I'll just make. I'll make, a, up. I'll make a. I'll make a day of it. <laughs> Why not? Mm-hmm. Hey, we save up that paid time off. Use it. That's right. Use it.
0: So I don't want to go off on another Kong Godzilla tangent because you people you don't care about that. I
2: do. (laughs) You don't know. Maybe they crossover. They never
0: say anything. That's true. Uh, Quiet bunch. (laughs) They are. They're they're mutants. Another thing I wanted to talk about because we didn't talk about it last week, and I guess it was um, maybe it was a story that flew under the radar for you, but I remember hearing about it and I started uh, digging around for it. So did you know? Years ago, and I say years as in it had to be within some time that maybe we were doing this show. Because I'm almost positive we talked about it. Maybe a little farther back. Okay. But there was rumors floating around that there was a Legend of Zelda series being developed for Netflix.
2: Now that you bring it up, it seems like there's a faint hint of a memory of that being, mm-hmm. okay, tossed around maybe in a rumor mill or something.
0: There was, apparently, because we were all like, "Oh, oh, oh!" Mm-hmm. It it showed up, like it it popped up on the radar. Everyone was like, "Oh, wow! What what Nintendo's actually doing this?" And it all seemed legit, and then eventually it just kind of. Flew away. Like mm-hmm. it, I was like, oh, no, 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 it was just a rumor. Nah, it was just a rumor. I was like, yeah, but everything about that seemed very legit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just some something that someone unearthed and right. just said, rumor. Just
1: threw it on Reddit.
2: To yeah,
0: it was stirred just, up. <laughs> like, it seemed like it was a legit thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, apparently some news came out last week, and if I am hearing this correctly, this is what happened with that whole ordeal. Okay. It seems that it was true that there was a series being developed for Netflix by Nintendo for The Legend of Zelda. Okay. But all that news was leaked. It wasn't a rumor. It was leaked to the public. And Nintendo said, screw it. We don't want to do it anymore.
2: (sighs) All right, well. I guess I could kind of understand that. (laughs) But yeah, uh, Nintendo always seems to be way more protective of their stuff anyway. So, (laughs) finally, like, fine, guys. You can never just keep anything a secret, then we're done. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and and look, I mean, I guess my issue with it is it just seems
2: petty to Uh, just be like, I'm going to throw a fit, and I'm just going to... I feel like over the last year that they've had some moments like that where it was. And,
0: and that could have been during those, because we've, again, seen that with the, the YouTube stuff and, and all that, where everyone's like,
2: no, you can't play without, don't, no. With our
0: controllers,
2: with our this, yeah.
0: So perhaps that fit was part of whoever was running things. And I don't feel like, was there a still running things about that time? He may have been, I don't know, but he's never, he never seemed like that kind of petty person. I always feel like there are other people. It's not the guy in charge. It's always these other people who have to get involved and they get petty about it.
2: Yeah, I can't think of, I mean, unless it was some major story that was spoiled. And in which case they're like, well, now you've kind of just ruined our whole point of what we were doing here. Maybe mm-hmm. there was no surprises left to be had. Yeah. That's why I don't understand why people want to leak stuff and ruin things. I don't know. Don't you and have more fun when you're surprised, too? Like, Oh, yeah. We've know, talked about like, that numerous yeah. times. I don't understand it. But. And
0: speaking of which, uh, this thing, I know this, <laughs> nothing got leaked, but hey, what about WandaVision? <gasps> that's, that's one of those things that... Uh, <sighs> This is an episode afraid. my
2: favorite, I think.
0: So far. I've I've heard that, yeah. That it it was just really But do you think maybe it's it's like the it was a good episode.
2: I, I thought it was fun.
0: I think that's what made it so great, is they were kind of leaning a little bit more into the sitcom y elements, but mm-hmm. it's a more modern sitcom. And, and it's
2: dark, man. Like I, I it think did get it dark. blends the two together very well.
0: But this one, wasn't Evan Peters just, he, he just added something to the episode. Just being the, the goofy uncle. Right, right, right,
2: right. Oh, yeah.
0: oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh. I buried the lead.
2: I'm an uncle. Oh. I forgot to tell you, I'm yeah, an uncle. I was going to say, this is first news to me, too. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Yes.
0: He is, a, he is uh, in the world now. Julius Wade. Okay. They're gonna call him Jules like Jules Verne. Oh, like the uh, family
2: to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't do that to your child. And, like like what I just said. Continue right. on with how you were. <laughs> but
0: uh he he's a healthy boy, got red yeah. hair of all things. It's like he got a recessive gene. Now me and my mm-hmm. brother, we do get red in our beards, oh, but we never, a never a had hint. red hair upstairs. So he he got some kind of odd recessive gene, which is really interesting. But hey, that's what makes him stand
2: out. Exactly the uniqueness of it all. There's not a lot of natural redheads. I f- I, I think I've heard that that gene's uh, recessing. Yeah, mm-hmm. so bring it back. Yeah, bring it back. Don't?
0: And 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 I don't know if uh, it's true or not, but his mom could have red hair. She doesn't like. She may have had that as well. Or in like her in genes. their family line. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there's that, but he's, he's kind of an interesting cross breed of the two as most children should, should be, be
1: right?
0: <laughs> because when I looked at him, it's like from the eyes, like I guess nose mm-hmm. somewhere in there, like right there in the middle, eyes up. He looks like my brother. Like I, I remember seeing pictures of my brother at that age yeah. and there's just something very familiar about that. Mm-hmm. And then from the nose down, he looks like his mom. Has certain features of hers. So I was like, all right,
2: all right. Nice little blend. All right. But I haven't,
0: I, you know, I haven't got to see them yet because they're A, two hours away and B, COVID. Right. I understand. They got to get situated in, but.
2: Sure. Yeah. It's all right. Anyway, back to like one of wanted to like a skype thing that. or something with the baby, you know. Huh? You could do like a Skype session or something so you could at least see Yeah, him.
0: that's true. That's true. I didn't think about
2: that. I'm just trying not and to it's like the them best because then you don't have to hold them. <laughs> well i want to i want to i know some people actually enjoy that i get it <laughs> yeah.
0: i'm a i'm a pro at it at this point there you go anyway uh wandavision yeah yes. it was um i i it, i'm still getting kind of this i'm trying not to be frustrated because every time we end it's just like <laughs> I just want to keep
2: going but did you hear like the next three are going to be our episodes
0: Really? I
1: yeah, didn't know. Yeah,
2: I saw that. I think like a, a tweet or something, because I guess we're on the final stretch. There's only three more episodes left. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, I saw that they put out that they're going to be hour long episodes for the final three. So hey, at least it's more. So three more hours instead of another hour and a half. Or think an about extra hour now. and a half, whatever. I-,
0: I wonder if they did that consciously, because if they are, I wonder mm-hmm. if you could have split them up into more episodes and they were just like, nah, let's bring that in. Or if it kind of broke the flow of each episode by splitting it.
2: Oh, maybe. I don't know. They've been doing everything very well. So I'm going to trust their decision on it. You know? That's oh. <laughs> been done The really more,
0: well. If I could get more in an episode for mm-hmm. an hour, then maybe I won't feel like,
2: uh. Because <laughs> that
0: 30-minute thing is just like. Uh, it really
2: is what, killing uh, you. Because really, it's like 23. Because their credits mm-hmm. are I get there's a lot of people, you know, they, but my God, seven minute credits, dude, like <laughs> half hour episode, like the first time it got to credits and it was only like 22 minutes in. I was mm. like, there's got to be another scene in here, right? Like, look at all that chunk of time that's still left on the on the stream. And no, yeah. nothing, nothing else ever. <laughs> so really, we're getting like 22 minutes, which I guess in reality is about what you would get on regular TV with ads, with mm. commercials, because it's half hour, you're probably getting like 22 minutes anyway, because you're allowing for the commercials. But still, I want more. Yeah, I really. So I don't really care, and I'm going to be selfish about it. <laughs> I want more. Oh,
0: and I got, I got so upset. after I did some, some calendar math,
1: mm. because
0: I thought the not this week but next week someone was talking about the uh amount of episodes left and i was thinking wait a second wait a second because i was gonna take the friday off not this friday but next friday and i thought oh great the finale of wandavision i can be home i Uh can watch it but no it's gonna be the next week because my biggest concern spoilers spoilers no, no, no. That's my concern. Spoilers. Oh, that you will get spoiled. Oh, I thought you were about Okay. <laughs> because yeah. Evan Peters got spoiled for me. Oh, yeah. Like I, I had seen something, like I had done good all day. And for whatever reason, I opened up a webpage, an article, uh-huh. and I saw the name and I was like, fuck. Like oh, I man. knew it. I knew, like, it didn't take much to piece it together. Mm-hmm. And then this week. Yeah. I d- had done really good, like I had stayed off the internet.
2: You can't and even Twitter. click on hashtags because that was what happened to me. It had not; I would have never made the connection for the hashtag to WandaVision, like even a little bit. And I was like, mm. "Damn it, really?"
0: But <laughs> right. yeah, the hashtags, Twitter's uh-huh. the worst.
2: They really are.
0: And, and my phone disguise I'm to- it. I'm going to have to start turning off my phone because my phone has been doing that, too, where it'll just pop up headlines. It's like, Mm -hmm. here, WandaVision is like, shut the fuck, you stupid. But this week, it wasn't like a huge spoiler. But I again, I could piece stuff together based Mm -hmm. on the context. But I'd opened up Twitter and what was trending, knock them in the middle. And I was like, shit.
2: Well, that's, I think, what screwed me over the week before. And what was weird is I think Full House was trending, and I clicked on it and said it. Oh, yeah. But I think it, like, they got their stuff mixed up, because I would attribute that episode more to Family Ties. But there were elements, like, in the opening Sh- credits. Sure. That they- I mean, early 90s family sitcoms kind of yeah. all could be very easily clothes of each mm-hmm. other. But... I still got way more family ties than I did at oh, all yeah, for sure. House. So I guess it's just we got to teach these kids these old TV shows. Or what I guess is considered old now.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you have the stuff we're going to talk about today, let me tell you. But see, what we ought to do is we, we, should, we should do a duet and get these. I bet we've been together for a
2: million years. <laughs> They never know what we're talking about. Yep, I just got that. Uh, yeah. No, it was totally Seaver. Totally.
0: Oh, yeah. What was the the theme song to Growing Pains? How did that oh, go?
2: Oh, Growing Pains. Oh, no. Because it was. Well, I see. Full House comes into my head. Heck, even. Um, yeah. Urkel's. I know that's not the real name of it. Family uh, Matters. Family <laughs> Matters. <laughs>
0: But you gotta get that be zebra 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 zebra
2: zebra
0: Shit! What is the growing pains theme? That's that's gonna drive me nuts. It's like I
2: almost am gonna have to look it up now, just because. Yeah. I bet if I see it,
0: I know. Uh, uh, ten bucks, Alan Thick wrote it. He had uh, to.
2: Read. As long as we got each other. Uh, as
0: Long as to- we got each other. other. <laughs> yes.
2: Don't I don't know the next smile. line
0: coming out of my head
2: baby you and me can't you see <laughs> there we go oh man that's it 90 that's sitcoms it where it's at Veiled ah. it
0: yeah old kirk cameron he's a new he, oh, i don't even no, get me he, started so he's um a, he's a
2: thing now <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: i feel like i had something else
2: i forgot what we were even doing here we we're anymore. talking about wandavision oh, it's a great show <laughs>
0: <laughs> things happened and uh we're we're
2: we digressed quite a bit. I <laughs> did.
0: I think I've got it figured out. Um, I hope I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. I think we got it figured out. So, I, but I'm not going to say anything because for those of you who don't know, then I don't want right. to. I
2: don't want to spoil. Anything, and see, what's but. interesting is your theories seemed like it was obvious to me. So again, I'm wondering because you have so much more knowledge of all of the you know the lore and what's canon, and I literally just watch. Those versions of the media, TV, movies. I don't read the comics or anything. So that's hmm. why it's interesting listening to your theories because I'm like, hmm. So well, it it's obvious to me, he knows more though. So what am I missing because I don't connect all the dots? Here's,
0: here's one thing I will say because there's one theory that keeps floating around and the one element to it That I understand is like, why would you introduce such a character that no one knows? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, as your big bad guy. So here's my hypothesis. Okay. Okay. Maybe that guy is not going to be like the main bad guy that we're introduced to. Mm -hmm. But maybe a in credit reveal. Kind of like... Thanos was at the end of the first sure. Avengers because you had Loki and you had all these other people, and you're like, oh, or they were the bad guys. And yeah. then in credits to Avengers, it was like, sir, this didn't go as to plan, but you know, other things could happen. And then you turn and there's Thanos, and be like, oh, who's this? Mm-hmm. Something tells me we might get something similar to that if all of these rumors and theories are true. Mm-hmm. There's not rumors, there's theories.
2: Just theories, yeah.
0: But. To me, that would be the way to do that. Mm -hmm. So you have someone we're already familiar with, that be your bad guy. And then you find out, oh, well, our plan didn't go according to what we thought. What do you do now, master? And then big, big bad villain is like, we do whatever and blah, blah, blah. Something like that. If if theories are to have any merit, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what they'll do. Because I do agree if you just whip out this big bad and just be like, I'm the one controlling this. Like, who the fuck are you?
2: Right? <laughs> We've had no idea who you are this yeah. whole time.
0: It's like it just it diminishes the return on that because you're like, OK, but who? Yeah. But we'll see. But we'll see.
2: I'm excited and for it. That's all I can say.
0: And there's this big theory rolling around. I'm sure you've heard in the the episodes about uh, Monica's engineer friend, mm-hmm. and everybody's like, oh, "Who who could that be?" Because they're not saying anything, and they're just like, "Who is it?" I have a hunch. See, I don't. I have a hunch, mainly because of threads to say, well. Why wouldn't it be this person? And if we're connecting these dots, and why don't we connect these dots? And this will all come back around. And then put it mm-hmm. into a nice little bow. There's two characters in the comics that I feel like it could be. The one that I feel like would be a smart move mm-hmm. would be a character called the Blue Marvel. And his connection to all this, to Monica to being a, an engineer a very big genius would be fantastic it would work in the mm-hmm. context of everything but i also feel like he's a character that no one would know necessarily much as i hate to say that
2: well i mean a, yeah someone you don't like know me especially is. yeah
0: so to keep this character in the dark mm-hmm. just seems pointless if it's not a bigger character you know what okay. I mean? Yeah. And he's he's known in the comics, but again, he's not a known character in the grand scheme of things. Sure.
2: Like those so. deep in it would probably go, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, dude, mm-hmm. that's the guy. Yeah. Well, so I'm something- okay with having more uh, Easter eggs and stuff for the the huge fans. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm okay And with I, that. I feel like more, he- more of a payoff for those who've been a fan for a super long time, you know?
0: Yeah. And I feel like he would be a great addition Mm -hmm. to all of this, but something tells me they're holding back for a larger reveal. That reveal could possibly be Reed Richards, who is the leader of the Fantastic Four.
2: Ooh. Interesting. Don't know. Well, maybe that's why we have three hours to end. They need to try to work all that in there, maybe
0: and and okay i'm this isn't spoiler territory i'm not saying that i know anything i just have a, a gut feeling
2: okay
0: we're gonna see captain marvel
2: mm. gut feeling do you think it'll be the same actor are they gonna
0: recap? oh yeah they'll get brie larson back they're throwing okay. money at all this <laughs> That like, i you mean
2: true now? you're that that is true <laughs> yeah (laughs) because this is definitely movie quality like this yeah Mm -hmm.
0: again i have i have i have no insight it's not like i know somebody i haven't heard anything seen anything gut feeling we're gonna see captain marvel all right
2: all right i'd be down for that i'd be down Mm -hmm.
0: so uh, what you been playing
2: Uh, so I know I'm going to be boring this week too, but I, uh, I wanted to make sure that I fully invested into internet court in as many ways that I could break it, pass it, do all that kind of stuff. So I did mostly play that this week. And Mm -hmm. the reason why I'm apologizing is because I can't tell you anything about it, but (laughs) because it's not released yet, but you know, uh, I definitely got through that, threw back my feedback and you know, whatever else happened and Another FMV. So of course I was just enjoying it for what it was. <laughs> so it's uh that that'll be a fun one. You can keep an eye on that one. Uh, which is about all I can say about it. And then, of course, um, I did uh get sucked into the Steam Lunar sale because, like, for God's sake, why am I buying anything else? But I still had like $9 and some change left over from a refund that I effed up instead of asking it to go back to my credit card, it was in my Steam wallet. So Mm -hmm. I got two other FMVs that went on sale for this steam lunar sale. So I used up that $9 that was just kind of sitting in the steam and then paid like 40 cents for taxes or whatever it was. So I just downloaded them and I will be playing them probably after this. One's an interactive movie called Fallen Angel. And then the other one, I'm going to... I don't think I'm going to like it, but we'll see. I keep trying uh Korean FMVs and it and I think it's just the style. I feel like I don't understand the puzzles as much. Gotcha. And I feel like that could just be like a cultural thing or something that it just doesn't connect the dots for me because I feel like I keep trying them and I always feel just as confused in them when it comes to puzzles and stuff and the applications. So but again it was like a buck ninety nine. It looked like the video was quality and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to give it a shot. You know, I, Mm -hmm. I, the blame could just be on me that I just don't understand that style of puzzles, you know, and so I'm not going to fault the game for it, but some things just get lost in translation and you try (laughs) and it's not like they've got triple A money to throw localization at everything. So I get it and I'm understanding and I'll work within it as best I can. So I'll have more about that, I guess, next week. Um... Because I want to say that's probably all I played. Because I wanted to make sure I invested a a comfortable amount of time in internet court, so that I could (laughs) give as much helpful feedback in a timely fashion as I could. So, how about you? I need to do better while playing more games. I've got several downloaded. I've just got to dive in.
0: Yeah, I felt like I didn't really put a lot of time into anything this week, uh, but I did go and play a little bit more of Control.
2: See, that's what I wanted to start this week. But again, I had mm-hmm. forgotten about that other game, and I wanted to make sure, I didn't forget, but I wanted to make sure I had enough time with it. So maybe this week, poke yeah. me. Galace, have you tr- started hey. yet? You've had hey. it downloaded for a month. Will you just, just hit it's, play? Um,
0: the story is interesting. Like, I'm not quite sure what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm still trying to figure it out combat at first seemed like it was going to be tricky but as you get new abilities which Mm -hmm. I'm still not quite sure why it happens exactly why, like how you get the ability why you're getting that ability and so on and so forth Mm -hmm. I haven't quite figured out the why behind that but anyway I'm sure it'll explain itself it opens up how you approach your fights and I'm not saying that I'm doing really good, but I'm doing better than I was. Mm-hmm. And then I could do better still. Like, they gave me a, a mission yesterday, and it made me so mad. I was so mad when this happened, because I don't like dying in games.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. And
0: especially what happened because I died in this game. Is totally I guess your fault? Well, No. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) they, when you pose a challenge in a game for me, I'm willing to give it a go. Unless I know that it's outside the realm of possibility for me. But if you're saying, hey, go protect this thing before all the enemies do whatever. That's what this seemed to be. And they had me on a timer. Now, this wasn't a main mission. It was a side mission. But I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll go do that. I said, it's a fight. I can't. I got this. I got overwhelmed quick because there were a lot of enemies. And then because I died, I failed the mission. I was like, no, 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 no. And Can you that's start it what over I don't or? like. No, no. Nope, <gasps> it's gone. Oh, no. Oh. I don't like that.
2: Yeah, I don't like that either. If so then you just can't finish that side mission now? It's just gone? I guess not. Ew. It just went away. And I How was did like, did you God,
0: do that? I don't know. It made me mad.
2: Yeah, that's understandable because especially for completionists. Ooh, yeah. Can you save at any point, or is it auto save? Seems to be auto save. I ah, because like, saved cheated at least to save before a mission, and if they're going to be that way about it, but
0: but see that's that's the part of it I'm trying to figure out uh, as far because uh, it's got an old school element to it. Mm-hmm. If you die. You go back to a save point or a checkpoint. Okay. And it's not like right outside of where you were, but the last checkpoint you crossed. And I was Ooh. like...
2: Urgh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I need to dive in.
0: <laughs> but that being said, I will say this. At least... Say if um, there are a lot of collectibles in the game, like files and such that you can find. At least... Say you went to a checkpoint, then you found about five collectibles, and then you died. Mm -hmm. And then you went back to that save point. The collectibles will still be collected. Oh, good. So I did realize that early on. So I was like, thank you. Right. And there was even, there was a mission that I did. You might know what I'm talking about when you get there. It was like a a training mission. It took me forever to get it done because Mm -hmm. I guess I just wasn't getting it and then eventually i got into a rhythm but once i got through it then you're in a room you get a new power and then you get attacked like all games like to do
2: and now try it yeah
0: (laughs) so i'm in the room i'm stuck and before i got out or i guess as i got my power i was already kind of like low on health because i wasn't quite sure how this ability worked when I was acquiring it. Mm-hmm. And then they're throwing it at me now. It's like, all right, good. Now, here you go. And I yeah. was like, son of a bitch. I don't have any energy. And that's, this isn't a game where your energy goes up on its own. You have to collect health. Again, so old So now school. you're
2: stuck in this and then you don't have as much energy as you probably yeah. need to get it done.
0: Hmm. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, yeah. bob and weave and do whatever I can to get out. And, and eventually I died, but I still had the ability once I was done. Okay, that's good so, at least. So I was yeah. like, all right, well, I don't have to go back in. So there are elements to that I like. At least they're not going to punish you by taking away what you've already earned. But still, I don't like not completing something. I don't like it. I yeah. feel like I failed and I can't and get it That seems very strange to do.
2: Yeah. That's really weird. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't think I would enjoy that either.
0: But, I mean, you, you might do
2: better than me i don't know
0: i'll just we'll get see. started on
2: it finally there's no real good excuses other than it's just like now that i have a normal person's job it's usually like once i've clocked out that i'm like i'm not ready to be in this room anymore and i just go wander off from the bc you know that's the trial now is it's now my office also so after eight and a half hours you're like oh let's go see a different four walls for a minute yeah <laughs> and that's understandable <clears throat> so yeah
1: Excellent. Where well, you got in the
2: way of news? Let's see. There's a little bit going on this week. It didn't seem like there was a lot, but some of them were big. You know, mm-hmm. I figure now now we'll just have our cyberpunk version, I guess, out of the way early now, since it seems like they just can't catch a break anymore. Um, We'll just briefly kind of talk about this Uh, since it happened. We reported a little bit on it last week, which I'm sure most of everyone is aware of it now, that CDPR had a hack into their systems and had stolen source code for Cyberpunk, along with different versions of The Witcher 3 and Gwent that they probably just kind of had in the back Uh, and left a ransom note. Uh, But now it's reportedly, it's been sold at an auction in the dark web. And uh, apparently that, reportedly now, the upfront purchase price was $7 million. Wow. Yeah. So uh, the dark web monitoring organization, which goes by KELA, K-E-L-A. I don't know Mm -hmm. if I'm saying the acronym right, but it reports that an auction for the files has closed after that satisfying offer was made. So it says the code was stolen will not be sold any further so apparently that purchase is done I guess people on the dark web are honest like that I don't know uh, so the sale is <laughs> reportedly done complete um, uh, or from someone from IGN Victoria Kivelovich, nailed it Um, <laughs> he was a threat intelligence analyst Aquila explained that it appears all of the files stolen were sold in just one single package so it's not like I guess they're dispersed everywhere i don't know if that makes things nicer um still unclear who the buyer is or what they're actually intend to do with the files at the time of writing this but um yeah apparently this auction required a deposit to even join into it which i guess was supposed to prove to the buyers that it was legitimately apparently you had to have like i don't know 10k to buy in or something i don't know which you would get back but um still. and the Bid started at $1 million and it just increased in 500 k increments until it reached that $7 million satisfying offer. So at this point, people think Hello Kitty, which apparently is like a ransomware group, I guess, <laughs> is the one who's behind sure. the attack. Um, just because of comparing the ransom note to, I guess, similar things that this group has done in the past. Um, at this point, it's still really unclear who for sure is behind it. So I this is just, I don't... Ugh. It's just not going well over there. And now I think it's just people are just going to keep attacking them now to this point where it's just going to burn it all down. So, of course.
0: Cuz that's what we do. We don't have nice things. We destroy things because
2: why not? Why not? Watch it all burn. That's that's the the new version of the 20th 21st century, I guess I should say, right? Mm-hmm. But we got some casting news. Like, quite a bit, actually, got dubbed this week for several stuff. But uh, The Last of Us, The Last of Us, we got some casting for that, um, which has been in development. Uh, Pedro Pascal has been announced now as Joel and Bella Ramsey as Ellie. Now, I never watch Game of Thrones, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but apparently that's uh, where Bella is best known from as Lyanna Mormont. I'm Mm assuming I nailed that as well from the fellow HBO series Game of Thrones Um, and also in the HBO BBC one series adaptation of his dark materials, which I know we've watched some of the regular, the, I guess the U S version for the Netflix, the BBC one series adaptation. So yeah, that's what, uh, that's what her credits showed here from two of the things that we would probably know her from on our side of the pond.
0: I'm going to have to dig into that because I've watched that, um, His Dark Materials show, and I I didn't recognize her.
2: because. that's why I'm wondering if it's a different version because I know we watched some of it on Netflix here and um, the chick who played Eleven was in it and all that kind of stuff. But maybe I was watching the same version, and since I wouldn't have recognized her from anything else, it would have just totally slipped by as just another actor in the show for me.
0: Now, Hang on a second. You said the chick who played Eleven? Are you sure about that? No. <laughs> because the one. I feel I watched, like it was
2: her. Maybe I have the wrong show altogether in my head now.
0: Daphne Keene is the the main star of uh, his dark material. She was best known as. What did they call her? She was uh, Logan's daughter in Logan. The uh, little girl
2: with the. Yes. Yes. Now that hmm. I brought up a poster from the show, I really do feel like you know what I feel like I had the argument with the hubs back and forth because like I think she looked like that on the thumbnail, and so now I've just always had it in my head that's who it is.
0: okay. A I cute think brunette I with
2: who, curly hair. They all look the same to me.
0: <laughs> I think I know who she is now because she was in this last season, and there were a bunch of kids running around uh, this this town. I think I know which one she is now. Okay, all right. But she's yeah, she was a solid choice. Like not one you would automatically assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, in Game of Thrones, she was she was like one of those characters. Who was like I love this kid.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: nice. Because
0: she was a badass, and like okay. yeah, I want I want her to just take charge, do whatever.
2: Hey, so, then. She can take this lead up and run with it. Um, but yeah, so that that seems to be the two biggest uh, more casting annou- announcements coming out of uh, The Last of Us 2 here. And of course, uh, I guess we had heard some rumors back and forth with who was going to pay- play Joel. So mm-hmm. I think in the same day,
1: we yeah, were yeah, swapping yeah.
2: the stories back and forth and then uh, Pedro landed that Um that's a good choice. I'm sure people know him, if, if you're not familiar with the name, uh, most recently in Wonder Woman 1984, and also in The Mandalorian. So he's got some credits to him. I feel like I've only just started seeing him over the last year. So like enough to where I was like, oh, hey, oh, mm-hmm. hey, you know.
0: Yeah, he was in. He was also in Game of Thrones, which um, oh, yeah. a lot of people might not remember. But he was known as the Sand Viper, I think it was. And he died a gruesome death.
2: As they, (laughs) I feel like they all do (laughs) in that show. Yeah, they do. They do. Like
0: everybody dies in Game of Thrones at some point or another. Yeah. But, uh, no, he was really good in that. Like he was like a charming, awesome character. And you're just like, I like this guy. And then when he died, you're like, you sons of bitches. (laughs) Why? (laughs) What? So. I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah. Somebody was even asking me, I think I was having a conversation with Todd. He was like, did he quit The Mandalorian? I was like, no. Why does he have to be in The Mandalorian? He just provides a voice. <laughs> they can put oh, anybody in true. that suit. that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to... Not to destroy the <laughs> the illusion that he was in that suit the whole time well, I mean, but come if you on
2: think about well no yeah that's two different ones sorry it was like hbo and i was like wait no Mandalorian, disney i don't know maybe they film on the same lot he can just run back and forth i mean why not
0: but but seriously i mean you put a stunt man in the Mandalorian armor you yeah. use his face whenever you need to take the helmet off and mm-hmm. i mean it's an easy job
2: oh yeah no, he doesn't we- have to be there we've got camera tricks it'll be fine he'll be fine yeah. he'll be all over it uh let's see we got some more casting from the Borderlands movie as well this week mm-hmm. um looks like we've got Jamie Lee Curtis joining in the group there over with the Borderlands uh, so she will be joining Kevin Hart and Kate Blanchett in the Borderlands movie uh she's been cast as Tanis. Which is based on the Dr. Patricia Tannis in the game, who is an archaeologist on the planet of Pandora. It's starting to look interesting. And we got a Claptrap announcement that will be played by Jack Black. Which seems about lovable? right. Oh, totally. Like that 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 just seems to fit the bill. So I mean, just the fact that we have so many big stars in this is what's now starting to intrigue me. <laughs> I'm like, "Interesting. All right. All right. Here's
0: here's here's an observation. Uh Jack Black and Kevin Hart. I'm not surprised. Right, right. Kate Blanchett and Jamie Lee Curtis. How much money did they throw at them?
2: I feel like it, uh, 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 even for me, I feel like Kate Blanchett would be harder than even Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't know, cuz she's been doing like horror stuff, and I mean, granted that's from all But way back in the day but i I don't know i feel like she would have more of that personality to break out and do something like that where kate i just feel is like more of a serious
0: kind of actor you
2: know well i uh, mean
0: the only reason i don't hold halloween against jamie lee curtis is because i've heard her talk about in interviews this was like the movie that gave her 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 big break oh yeah into acting so she almost feels like a not a responsibility to it, but almost like you know, hey, if if you're gonna do this for me and all this is good, then mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna repay in kind and come back. Sure, and, and that's fair, and yeah. at least they're treating the character in these movies with some respect, even though we've rebooted the f- continuity, God knows how many times at this point. But that's <sighs> yeah. that's neither here <laughs> nor there. We're not
2: we're yeah. not talking about it. Not that one, yeah. But anyway. yeah, so we'll 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 check it out. I think I don't know. I I I'd be curious now to check it all out and see how this is. Actors sometimes take stuff they know is just gonna be fun too. So regardless, mm-hmm. uh, I think they've got a nice cast. Uh, roll it up there. We'll see what's going on. Uh, so PS5 news got a lawsuit happening now. It seems got a class mm-hmm. action lawsuit that's been filed against Sony for the Dual Sense controller that has also been having drift problems, mm. apparently. Uh, many players are facing uh, that. Uh, they've been saying the their character will just move, even if they're not using the joystick. It's more obvious on menu screens, apparently, as well, because like you can just kind of see it just drifting off to the side. And they're not even interacting with it at all. And apparently has been now cropping up enough that a class action lawsuit has been filed. Um, so... I don't know. Have you been having trouble with yours or I haven't. None? I always
0: found this interesting because we have a switch and we have mm-hmm. Playstation Five. Both
2: of them that seems to have had this problem, right?
0: And I have heard that, but I I haven't had that issue. Well that's good. Todd least. said he hasn't had this
2: issue. Okay.
0: So maybe we're just Got the lucky. outliers?
2: I don't know. Yeah. I mean, as it goes on, I mean, this is the same law firm that took up the Nintendo Joy-Con drift case as well. So mm. they're familiar with, uh, I guess, the verbiage that needs to go into these lawsuits. But they do argue that it is a core defect that they're finding that completely compromises the functionality of the controller. Another part of their complaint is that Sony failed to make this information public and known to customers before they purchase because they claim Sony knew about this months before while it was still in testing before pre-release. So mm. if that is the case, um, and this is a core defect. There might actually be a case there. So, time will tell. We'll keep an eye out as new de- details have come. Um, but apparently, it's been on a much broader scale now that more and more people are just starting to say, this controllers got a problem. And it's like expensive. <laughs> Imagine finally getting a PS5. <laughs> <laughs> the way it goes, you finally got one. And I wouldn't be surprised if most of these people are more upset because they were the ones who decided to pay two grand on eBay or something for their PS5. But if it's still a core defect, it still came from Sony. So, um, Last little bit of news I have here, and this is just because it's super cool looking. Um, Epic Games showed off a new tool design for a more realistic character creation. And did you watch this video? I did. Holy crap, man. So they're calling it the MetaHuman Creator. And of course, with Unreal Engine, uh, you should, uh, listeners, if you haven't seen this video, go watch it already. So the purpose was to drastically reduce the time it takes studios creating realistic humans.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: uh, which can take weeks or even months as Epic points out here, um, uh, between the costs and the equipment that you need uh, to, to be able to do this at this time, this could cut down all of this drastically. Um, apparently it can be used with motion capture also. Um, and that data can be transferred across, you know, your creations, but, um, it kind of looks like if you haven't seen it like the customization tools and stuff that you would see in like a Sims game or something where you can kind of like pull and drag and and uh including the wrinkles and the texture in hair and It looks really cool and super yeah. simple and it's creepy. Yeah. I don't know just like how realistic and stuff it's getting and just how easy it's starting to become that they're coming up with I mean I have to give epic credit for that kind of stuff they really have been making things like this more accessible and more simple with their engine and everything now if we could I guess get them to stop suing so they can be the only dog in the world mm-hmm. <laughs> I assume that lawsuit's still going on I haven't even bothered to look into it I've lost so much interest in like rich people fighting about money <laughs> Yeah, and dragging nothing. down the 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 poor developers in its wake. Um but yeah, I got some quickets. Okay. I got some quickets. Like I said, there wasn't a whole lot of news, it was just like we had some bigger ones going on. Um G4 announced looks like the whole people are coming back to the channel. We got Adam Sessler, Kevin Pereira, Ovalee. um, they are all coming back supposedly to be on host of x-play and at attack of the show and everything so yeah nostalgia live on i guess we got <laughs> old dogs back doing the same tricks <laughs> i'm
0: not to not to say that i don't know their their histories their stories but i've mm-hmm. always heard like adam sesler he's he sounded like he had one hell of a grudge but it, i understand this is probably not the same mm-hmm. company it, it's something different so maybe there's I just, I never thought they would sway him back. It seemed
2: like I heard like that that didn't end on the best of terms there and how that went around. So yeah, so something had to have happened because he's a very outspoken individual. I do follow him on Twitter. (laughs) So I don't think he would have any issues just outing whatever the problem was. So I would assume that it's been taken care of or we may just be not remembering it correctly because it was still a while ago if you think about it. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Nintendo has released a new Mario-themed Nintendo Switch, which you can get now if you can find it, of course. If Um, you can find it. uh, For this one, $300. You actually get the system, a carrying case, and a screen protector. So you get, like, all Mm -hmm. of that with this one. Um, It is red and blue-themed, just like, uh, you know, Mario would be. Um, And... Again, all looks like it was at most major retailers again while supplies last. So if you like uh, those collectible limited edition consoles, there you go. You got a Mario item. Look kind of like the Animal Crossing one where that one was all cute and Animal Crossing themed.
0: You know, I'm sure they didn't do this, but I'm just sitting there thinking in my head. If I was the guy who was behind this and they were they were getting ready to release it, but they wanted to make it really special. Mm-hmm. And, and since this is a Mario theme, you got to have some some little thing this would get annoying <laughs> but i just i wish i wish <laughs> that they'd have programmed in every time you hit the power button mario would pop up on the screen and go hello and like, oh, it's okay a <laughs> okay stop just you don't have to do that anymore
2: hello oh, yeah. yeah it would be a whole at <laughs> that there oh my god that would be such a fun short movie yeah Seriously, like you coveted, you turned it on, and the joy that it brings you. And oh. then just like the deviation into madness as the more you play your console and it happens. Just leave me alone. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, let's see. Post Malone is hosting a virtual concert to celebrate Pokemon's 25th anniversary.
0: <laughs> because that's what I think of. When I think of Pokemon. <laughs> when
2: I saw the deadline, I'm like, oh, I got to see what this is." What now? Uh, the event is planned to take place on February 27th on YouTube. It, it actually has like a the Pixar graphic feel to it. So it's not like a live concert. It's like some kind of digital, kind of like how Fortnite would digitally put them in or something. Uh, but the Pokemon Company International announced P25, which is going to be a series of musical events. Uh, last month, apparently, it had Katy Perry. As one of the headliners. So Post Malone's concert will be a free event. Fans can tune in over on their official website, on their YouTube, or on their Twitch. It's also expected to um, include more news and musical events coming up in the future. So there you go. I guess. Woo! (laughs) I thought it looked interesting. Hey, we're trying all sorts of stuff these days to try to keep people entertained while we're all stuck at home. Depending on where you are in the world. Uh, Let's see. Oh, this one was just fun. Okay, BBC reports that uh, CGV, which is apparently the largest cinema company in South Korea, has been allowing gamers to rent its screens for two-hour chunks to try to recoup some of the cost with them not being able to be open for regular movies. So they've been charging gamers $90 before 6 p.m. So you have to bring your own console and everything. But you can hook it up and play your games with their surround sound and their big screen TV. Um, apparently, you got to pay like $135, though, later in the evening. because so that's prime time, right? Um, but yeah, you can, I just thought that was interesting huh. that they're trying to come up with some creative way to keep their doors open a little bit. And uh, the gaming market there is pretty huge. So you got the extra cash to spend. Help keep the theater open. Play your game on a huge screen and surround sound. Uh, and this one you might like. We appear to be finally getting a localized version of The Great Ace Attorney and its sequel, which has been a Japan exclusive up until now. So it's just never been localized for an English market or for Western audiences. So The Great Ace Attorney originally launched in 2015 for the Nintendo 3DS and then its sequel was in the 2017. So um, they both will were released on Android and iOS. But again, now, if you never spoke Japanese, <laughs> right now, now you'll be able to play the game. Uh, Western Ports will be the first time it's been updated or released on new platforms in over three years. So since it was released. So uh, yeah, apparently they all discovered that on a ratings board out of Taiwan because it started getting ratings. So people were digging in and were like, ah, it's coming. It's coming. Interesting. Um. So yeah. <laughs> I want to keep my eye on that because uh I I like those games and I actually hadn't heard of them and now I know why because if it never made its way over here, why would I have heard? Um. So,
0: so, yeah, now I'm kind of digging into that because mm-hmm. Huh. Get some so new ports. So it's like It's like Ace Attorney but it's in the past.
1: Mhm.
2: And I couldn't pronounce the names of both the sequels. I probably should have put it in there just in case. I keep keep my links for everything from all the different sources.
0: So apparently this has just gone way under my radar because I didn't even know about this. Now, if this is true, Mm -hmm. which I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be, why have they not... Given uh, proper releases to the rest of the games. Because we got the first three mm-hmm. on PC and, and, and consoles yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, that was put
2: together but, as a trilogy, yeah.
0: But there were three more, plus the spinoff with uh, Professor Layton. I want mm-hmm. those on a console, damn it.
2: Maybe they're starting to work their way around to them all now, it looks like. Because, I mean, even that port for the one that we just got on PC with like a year ago, how long had those games already had been out before it finally got ported over? it had been been pretty much just on mobile or like the those little handheld nintendo devices you know yeah the the different ones over the years
0: hell the the original i think was a game boy advance game because it was it was prior to the ds Mm -hmm. and they ported it over to the ds so i believe it was a game boy advance game
2: you might be right they've been Mm. out for a while um, I do have one little weird news, but we could kind of file it as fun or cute or whatever we want. But weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> so there was some scientists out there that were able to train four pigs to play video games. So these four pigs who go by Hamlet, Omelette, Ebony, and Ivory... Uh, the scientists have taught them to use a joystick controller to move a ball on the screen and a specific target and they would be rewarded with treats. But apparently these Pigos were having such a good time that the scientists reported they would continue on just for getting positive feedback even and not necessarily treats. They were just having a good old time moving this joystick and playing video games on the screen. And adorably, they discussed which of the pigs' future in eSports seemed to be the brightest. Ivory apparently is just mopping the floor with Omelette when hitting one-sided targets. So we really have a big future for Ivory here, we think, in eSports out of the four. Um, but the fact that they were able to make the connection from the controller to the screen is pretty good in and of itself from a pig. Um, and This was another BBC report, but they went on to report that chimps and monkeys still do have the advantage here with their opposable thumbs and all, but pigs are starting to come right up behind their tails. Uh, I thought it was cute. <laughs> <laughs> you should go see that you have a little video of the little pigs walking over there and they put their mouth on the joystick thing and then look it up at the screen and keep moving it. And then it would drop a little treat and they would go get that. And then they're like, you know what? This is fun. So even if the huh. scientists were like, Oh, you're doing such a good job, they would do it just for pets and love.
1: Well,
0: I might have. So there's video of this?
2: Yeah, it's cute. (laughs) Okay,
0: I'll look it up. It's not very
2: long, but yeah, I'll link you the the story that I found out of the BBC report where they were talking about the scientists who were training pigs to play the video games. And I thought it was cute. (laughs) But that's all I've got from the news this week. I don't know if uh, you have any to fill in the gaps from something I missed or if we're about to learn our new thing for the day
0: no i think uh the only thing i'm looking forward to or looking for i shouldn't say word, because it could be terrible who knows mm-hmm. but i'm looking for is uh that you know we were promised a, a trailer for mortal Combat, yeah mm-hmm. and uh it's we're halfway through this month a little over matter of fact now since you know there's only 28 days
2: right oh shoot yeah and it's so, not a uh, leap year so you know,
0: where's where's that trailer
2: Huh? That actually reminds me. Did you know Megan the Stallion streamed playing mor- uh, Mortal Kombat on Twitch?
0: <laughs> yeah, I heard something about that. Like <laughs> yeah. she was, was trying her... to be. Uh, she played uh, the
2: the one in the pink. Yeah, Melina. Melina, thank you. Bleah. I did the whole thing for you so you could tell the yeah. pink, right? Yeah, like she she,
0: she put back. her hand over her face.
2: So you can see and
0: <laughs> that indicated Melina somehow. It did
2: that's my <laughs> sign for Melina. <laughs>
0: it's fine.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh. Well, today, today I do have something to talk about today, and this was difficult mm-hmm. because I racked my brain trying to think of something to talk about in regards to Valentine's Day, even sure. though that was yesterday. But right. I, I kind of wanted to be within theme.
2: Sure. You know, because I thought that would be cool. Yeah. Uh. I mean, we've but, ranked love stories or our favorite couples in the past.
0: Yeah. Right. And and within the context of video games, there's there's not really a lot to talk about in the way of video games. <laughs> you know? Right. Like you said, we, we did the, the the crushes and, the, and yeah. the the stories and whatnot. Favorite
2: and, little or even sides. It's true. Yeah. But yeah. what else? I mean, I guess we could have talked about Colonel Sanders dating sim, right? Was that our newest? We Love should Eve. have.
0: <laughs> yeah, we should have. <laughs> but, I mean, there's not a whole lot. I mean, there was a game that I found called Valentine's Day, and I was like, I don't want to talk about that that doesn't look very interesting at all i mean so So, uh
2: creatively titled
0: yeah oh yeah but it it, all this did trying to to find something just kind of proves my point video games and valentine's day just don't really mesh all that much
2: right yeah now i could have
0: done i could have done a list uh, of the best games to play with your partner on valentine's day but guess what Everybody else was doing that. That's true. You know, every and it time it was you probably turn a
2: lot of uh, don't uh, the 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 bomb game. Don't talk or we explode or something like that. Or something keep like talking that. so no one explodes. <laughs> a so, lot Why
0: don't you play Mario Party with your
2: woman? Yeah.
0: Or, or why don't you play uh, Overcooked or whatever? Hey, I
2: did get moving out on Humble Bundle, so I will be bothering you about that in the future. But please proceed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, all all these, there were, there were so many other people who were doing these things. So I was trying to think, what could I do that would be different? What could mm. I talk about that would be unique? Right. So I had to start thinking outside the box. And it occurred to me that while I have mentioned something about this in passing, I've never went to great lengths to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Which would have been my first exposure to video games. In essence, my first love. Oh. So, today, I will be discussing a long forgotten platform that was ever present in my childhood, but eventually faded into obscurity. Oh, no. The Tandy Color Computer.
2: Tandy Color Computer.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, do you know what this is?
2: Don't, and I'm so sad.
0: For the sake of clarity, um, that's not what I knew it as. Okay? Yeah. I just called it my Tandy computer. I didn't even know what that meant. Yeah. It was just the name associated with it. I have seen
2: it. them now that I'm looking at an actual picture of it. But yeah.
0: Mm. Now, what was Tandy? And where did this keyboard-esque console come from? Right. Well, first, we have to go back in time. A little bit of history. The year was 1919. Ooh. The place was Fort Worth, Texas. Two friends, Norton Hinckley and Dave Tandy, decided to start the Hinckley-Tandy Leather Company, which dealt in leather supplies for shoes. Doesn't necessarily sound like a computer company, does it?
2: Not yet, No. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Now, the company stayed the course for decades, but like most partnerships, things come to an end. Uh, in 1950, Dave Tandy and his son Charles shifted the company's focus to leather craft. But by 1961, the company had acquired several smaller handicraft businesses, and Charles himself had become the president and chairman of the company. At this time, he started to take note of another potential revenue stream that he had seen rapid growth in, electronics. In 1962, while in Boston, Charles stumbled upon a mail order company that specialized in ham radios. This company was started in 1921 by two brothers, Theodore and Milton duch <coughs> like It's a, a child. Uh, it's German, who did very well for themselves at first, but by 1961, this company, known as Radio Shack was nearing bankruptcy. Oh, no. (laughs) Charles saw the potential in Radio Shack and acquired it. And within two years, what was a $4 million loss had turned into a profit. Nice. Some of you may not know about Radio Shack. Right. I feel like it's kind of gone the way of the dodo.
2: I feel like you might find one or two still floating around somewhere, maybe. Mm -hmm. Like... In one of those little malls, <laughs> like an outdoor mall. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Uh, what it, what Radio Shack used to be? It used to be like a very specialized electronics store. Mm. Like, you wouldn't go in there for a battery or right. maybe video games or anything like that necessarily. I mean, not even really TVs or, or things like that. Yeah, I mean, I was it was very think, specialized like, yeah. stuff. Car radios, maybe, sometimes? Maybe.
2: And I know, like, even if you were the kind of handy, like, different parts or tools for that kind yeah. of stuff. Or even car radios. I feel like you used to could go there to get, like, CD players installed in your car and stuff back in the mm-hmm. day. <laughs> yeah,
0: they were a specialty electronics store. Would be the best way to really put right. it. Like, you had to be a... You had to be into this stuff to really get... Radio mm-hmm. Shack, so it was almost like you go in there for one reason or another. I used to go in there because we used to have one in town, and you could just it was bizarre looking back on it now, yeah, like just the stuff you'd go in there and look for anyway, I'm getting off topic um <laughs> fast forward in the 1970s and we come to a man who worked at Radio Shack, Don French. He was a bit of a computer enthusiast, so much so that he'd kind of been assembling his own home computer based on designs he found in, like, a popular electronics magazine. So he he worked at Radio Shack. He got parts here and there, and he kind of put it mm-hmm. together. This is the kind of person that goes into Radio Shack. Right. You buy all this stuff, and you assemble your own thing. Sure. Now, while this might not sound impressive today, because everyone kind of builds their own custom right. PCs today— Back then, no one had a home computer in the seventies. This wasn't the type of home computer that you have today.
2: It's basically just a word processor anyway. So yeah,
0: Yeah. this was more text and language based. So it might not be as impressive, but I think it is. I think this is really cool. This guy was Mm. building a computer for his home, regardless Mm. of it being a word Uh, processor. Today it's
2: plug and play. Back then, you had to know what you were doing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, as we said, uh, Radio Shack wasn't necessarily selling computers to the masses. They were selling components, mm-hmm. which is where this guy got a lot of his stuff. But French saw the potential in a wider market. He just had to convince his bosses that this would be the right move. And they weren't exactly convinced. Like, no one's going to want a word processor at home and blah, 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 blah. So they were being kind of penny pinchers. But True. after the world, all. Altair, Altair, I wrote this down and I kept looking at it and I was like, I'm <laughs> going to screw this word up. It looks like Altair, Altair, Altar. it's not Altair, it's altar with an I in the middle, Altair. Altair, altair. that
2: sounds good though. It sounds sure.
0: World Altair uh, Computer Convention, after this convention in 1976, got a huge crowd of people who were like, oh, what is, what is good with computers? What is this? Right. Radio Shack was like, "Uh, wait a second. What? Uh, hey, you remember that idea that you had? Remember that idea that you, we want to we want it we want you to do that now."
1: Oh, okay. So
0: Radio Shack
1: yeah.
0: was just like, "Oh, yeah, 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 let's do that. Let's do that thing that you were talking about with the computers and yeah, because everybody sure. Sure, we we believe in it. Now that we have the feedback. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: So, how uh, you know, seeing how Radio Shack was still kind of a hobby store, Their approach to this wasn't necessarily ideal. So, one thing Radio Shack used to do is you wouldn't necessarily buy a a, a particular item at the store, but you would buy the components to build the item at the store. So, Mm -hmm. say you wanted a radio, you'd buy all the components and a kit, and you'd be like, ah, let's build a radio and see how well you could do. That's what they wanted to do with this computer. (laughs) Well, seeing as how this isn't necessarily a common everyday hobby... Yeah. You can imagine this isn't going to go very well. Uh, French kind of had to argue against this idea. What? Because... um, Argue against the build-it-yourself. Oh, okay. The DIY version of this. Because Radio Shack was starting to be like, you know what, I don't think we need to do this. And the reason they wanted to sh- they were wanting to shut the whole computer idea down based on returns from customers who couldn't build their own shit oh. okay Yeah. so you would get a radio back and and it would have like 5 gallons of solder all over the board <laughs> and you wonder why it didn't work
2: right yeah and maybe that was too rough as a starting hobby. yeah so
0: Radio Shack obviously was concerned they were going to lose money. Mm-hmm. It's fair enough. Sure. But Don was like, no, 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 We'll, we'll just, we'll build it for them. And then they and then they can use it. Sure. Like, well, yeah. oh, okay, okay. Which was, you know, the smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. Granted, a little off brand for Radio Shack, but still the right move because, oh my God, could you imagine <laughs> the nightmares of this?
2: Actually, yes, just from the way people are now. And then you didn't have, like, Etsy or the internet to help you then. So, yeah. You're like, yeah. what? <laughs> so, in August of
0: 1977, the TRS-80 was unveiled to the world, competing in a brand-new market alongside Apple and the Commodore. Hmm. But what made the TRS-80, or Tandy Radio Shack 80, yeah. <laughs> Uh, stand apart from its competitors. Well, for starters, its speed was clocked at 78% faster than the other two, which is pretty impressive at the time. Yeah. It was user-friendly, open to mods and kind of things like that for what they were back then. Mm -hmm. But on the opposite end, it chose to use a computer language that wasn't known. Uh, At the time, BASIC was kind of the computer language and uh, yeah. Radio Shack was like, we, got, we we don't want to pay for the license, you know, we don't want to pay for that. So we'll just make your own. Uh, this license, if you don't know, is held by a little known company known as Microsoft. Oh wow!
2: But like, yeah, Radio Shack was like, nah, nah, we'll, yeah.
0: Radio Shack is like, nah,
2: no, we'll make our own. Probably a hefty tag.
0: <laughs> probably. Uh, in fact, Radio Shack was so cheap about all this, the computer was only 4K worth of RAM.
2: Oh, dear.
0: 4K. 4K. Think about that. Let that sink in, people. 4K. K. We talk about a terabyte today. Yeah. Four kilobytes. You could get a pixel out of that mm-hmm. in today's video games. Like, n- none of your characters you see... Mario, oh no way. couldn't even exist as a four K character, right? Yeah, like the the original Super Mario Brothers, Mario right. wouldn't be a four K character. That's insane. It's um, so small. But on the flip side, even though they were cutting corners, uh-huh. they were still the cheapest of the three with a six hundred dollar price tag. Ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, think about this. That was even 1977. That, that's that what wasn't I'm saying, cheap. Like then. Yeah. That is not cheap. No. Hell, I don't like $600 price tags right now.
1: No. Well, Trust sure. me.
0: <laughs> uh at first the TRS-80 was nothing more than a keyboard computer meaning it was kind of like a console and a keyboard mm-hmm. combined. You just needed to hook it up to a TV. You know, and, and mm-hmm. there you go. You got it. Uh but eventually Radio Shack decided to bundle it with a monitor and even a tape recorder. Why a tape recorder? Well, <laughs> let me explain this to you, because this is something I, I remember as a kid, but a little hard to, to kind of come back to and be like, why did we do that? Yeah. Uh, user data could be saved on cassette tapes with this computer. Uh, in fact, I actually remember playing a Disney game of some sort. Like, I don't remember what it was, but I remember it came in with like, this little plastic case, and there were two cassettes. And we had this little tape recorder, and we put it and hook it up and all that. Yeah. I don't know how it worked exactly, but I remember you had to do all this stuff. Now, I also do remember it being very glitchy and very unreliable. Sure. Which, like, you'd play it to a point, and then suddenly it would just stop, and it would just let out this irritating... And you'd be like, oh, what is that? Turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. Now, I don't know what caused that, but yeah. looking back at user reviews at the time, uh, I'm guessing this wasn't just us having this problem. It seemed like the consensus for this tape deck, cassette tape thing was overwhelmingly negative. Okay. Uh, slow, erratic, sensitive to sound was a gripe. And something, after reading that, I'm like, Maybe that's what happened. Maybe I had something turned up too loud or, oh. or whatever. Because like, it
2: had the microphone, right? You know yeah. how sometimes it'll get feedback into that? Maybe, yeah.
0: So maybe I wasn't doing anything wrong, or at least I didn't realize it wasn't my fault that I didn't do something or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The whole cassette tape computer thing is just, it's bizarre. Yeah. But I remember it being there. Like, to me, it was just like, yeah, this is commonplace. But thinking back on it now, it's like nobody else, very few, would would understand that from my perspective.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: To me, it was common. Right. So it's, it's really interesting. Um, eventually, as time went on and investments paid off, Radio Shack decided, uh, you know, it's time for some improvements.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You could also, uh, because the original design uh, maybe had a, a flaw in it that they might have had to, to update it because you see uh, if you didn't know the original design caused a massive amount of RF interference <laughs> oh yeah and the FCC didn't like <laughs> that <laughs> so they were kind of pitching a fit
2: maybe yeah
0: so uh you know
2: radio <laughs> show had the the original game trolls mm-hmm Mm-hmm. There you go, that we're speaking over there. Yeah.
0: So, Radio Shack did some, some updates, kind of fixed that problem. Uh, the newer models were upgraded with 16K of RAM.
2: Ooh, we're getting Ooh. there, man.
0: Some, some. if you're willing to pay a little bit more, go up to
2: 64. Holy, oh God. Now nah, that you're just talking tomfoolery now. I know,
0: I know. Uh, this, <laughs> the newer models... Actually had basic. You know, oh, okay. they finally paid that license. Uh huh. <laughs> "All right, fine. <laughs> All right, we're done
2: trying." This. Uh,
0: they gave them disk drives, yeah. cartridge slots, and uh, even color capabilities. Because you might not have known, but sometimes you know, older computers it was just like black and green, uh-huh. yeah, black and yellow, whatever color they chose.
2: There wasn't Two much nothing going on. Well, you didn't need
0: it. Yeah, you didn't need you it. You weren't really
2: doing much with them yet. Yeah.
0: But now we've got color. Now we're we playing with color.
2: Now we got it. Maybe eight At, of them.
0: Mm-hmm. At this point <laughs> now, as I'm talking about all this, I have to admit that I, I wasn't necessarily sure which model I had. But I do, I do have to say it has to have been one of the color computers like so we didn't have the original model we had a color model okay because i do remember colors Mm -hmm. Uh, but i do remember the blacks and the greens you know but there were colors but who was this machine for okay this uh, we were we didn't have home video games they were not weren't a thing when all this came out so who is this for yeah Well, it seemed like it was still aimed for a a niche market of sorts. Kind of meant as a family tool, if you will. Complete with educational programs, financial tools, maybe even utility-based programs.
2: Sure. They're supposed Uh, to balance their checkbooks and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) You know?
0: (laughs) There were simple versions of blackjack and backgammon. In case you just needed a break, you know, while you're doing your, your... Taxes and be like, nah, I gotta, I gotta play a game of blackjack.
2: I'm telling you, gotta take my mind off it.
0: (laughs) And while I was no computer savant, I do recall having a programming book that showed me how to program an action. You know, basic computer stuff. Uh But I, I do remember a book. And the biggest thing I can remember doing is that me and my brother putting in a source code that would create, I say a face, but a face in the sense of what it would look, pixel mm-hmm. and pixels. Not not very impressive by any means, but it would create a face. And I'm almost certain it talked to us. <laughs> I don't know if this was my, my <laughs> imagination, assuming that's what's happening, but I'm almost positive it, it would say something... Not a whole lot. It's not like we could have conversations. <laughs> Full-on with, conversation. Yeah. Yeah, But, and that could have been where the the cassette tape came in, like something was recording. Oh, making it, it feel more through. interactive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But this is just where my memory, ma- I was little, okay, five, at best, four. Yeah. I, it's hard. I can't, yeah. I can't tell you. I could have swore it did. And for whatever reason, we called this our mom in the computer and again, something tells me she could have been involved in that, her voice.
2: Sure. Oh yeah. Whatever
0: it is. I don't know. Yeah. But there there's the a brainwashing early, we're seeing here. Mm-hmm. It's all
2: it's all coming together.
0: <laughs> but whatever these little slivers are, there has to be more to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I just I'm not hundred percent sure what it is, but there's gotta be more to it. I'm not I'm not remembering all the pieces together fully but there's the
2: dots. Yeah.
0: hints of something true uh looking back on these various models that were available at the time i do believe we own the first tandy color computer it could have been okay. a second generation model but i feel as though the first would be more accurate considering the year it was released
2: did you get a monitor or did you do the tv
0: we had the we had the TV. I don't think okay. we had a monitor. I don't remember a monitor, but I could okay. be wrong about that too. Yeah. Um, all that said, and and this uh, help just understand. I'm not. I don't mean anything bad by this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't remember 1980 and 1984. You know, that, those are my my first four years alive. Um. So some I don't gaps remember. Are missing. <laughs> yeah, I've seen pictures sure. of myself yeah. at that age.
2: I know I existed then.
0: I'm not saying that my parents were poor, mm-hmm. but they were not well off. We didn't live in a mansion. We didn't live in a
2: shack. Like classic middle yeah. class, middle we class, were, classic. We <laughs> yeah. were
0: doing okay. You're you
2: you comfortable. Yeah.
0: I, I don't feel like i mean that they could have struggled with money and i didn't know again we didn't have right. all the fancy things i knew i had friends every day i'd turn around they had a brand new video game for they had mm-hmm. a brand new toy and it's like well son of a bitch mm-hmm. and you feel like you're being left behind but their parents are well off and they can just right. buy their kids whatever the hell
2: and we don't know that in those moments yeah, yeah. my
0: parents couldn't do that but they would try like, you have no idea how excited this little boy was when he got himself a Nintendo Entertainment System for Christmas.
2: Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You
0: know? And then you spent the rest of your time growing up here. And, Get off that damn game!
2: It's like, but you <laughs> wanted, wanted You
1: created me. this! <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, again, it's not about my parents' wealth. But I don't know how they got this you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like considering the price point in that time exactly so i'm just curious how they acquired this and how it came into our possession. because i feel like
2: you have no idea probably how many things they forego yeah you know
0: and and for what purpose maybe to make you happy to make me happy i guess Mm -hmm. it's I'm I'm glad I have this memory because mm-hmm. the Tandy Color Computer is not something that people remember.
2: No, yeah. So
0: this is something that I have from my childhood that I can say is uniquely mine. Everybody knows the Nintendo, everybody knows mm-hmm. the Atari, but the Tandy Color Computer, people are like, yeah. "What is that?" Yeah. So I'm I'm really happy that this just happened upon the however they got it, whether it was a hand me down or, or they actually went out and bought this thing because I thought it was to be the greatest thing ever. Uh Uh-huh. Don't know. But anyway, I'm getting off on a a (laughs) tangent. Uh, Outside of the simple programming, the machine did introduce me into gaming. That's why we're talking about it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: There were games that we had that were on RAM cartridges and pretty much in the same vein as a Nintendo game, just very bulky bricks is what they about look like. And I only had a few. The three that I remember... And I do not remember anymore. And we didn't have video game rentals at the time, or at least no one was renting out Tandy color computer video Shame. games. We had Dino Wars, Color Cubes, and Polaris. There was a fourth game that I don't feel like was ours, but it was, um, I th- I'm almost positive there was like one other person that we knew that had one of these, and they had a game called Side. And I remember borrowing that and playing that at one point. Uh, But that's about all I can remember as far as games go. I do remember seeing games at Radio Shack. Like, oh, I want to try that. Oh, I want to try that. Because it was something new. Right. It wasn't the fact that... like I think there was one like circus, whatever... Something with a circus or something with a clown. (laughs) And I just remember seeing it at a distance. And it wasn't like this game... Was the greatest thing ever Like I'd heard all these amazing things It was just a new game Yeah You know We didn't have Well
2: then it was just You bought it Yeah it was new Exactly You got it There wasn't You didn't get to just Browse for hours (laughs) Right Like we do now Yeah So
0: I had three games Four if I borrowed one And then so anything new Was just like (gasps) Mm
1: -hmm. A new
0: game We don't have We didn't have the A favorite genre
2: Of it (laughs)
0: Well, we didn't have the wealth of games we have now.
2: Right. Now we get to be choosy. Yeah. Today we complain about not finishing all the games we have. Right. Yeah.
0: Back then it was just like, I need a new game.
2: Yep. And when it was, you're just like, okay, I'm buying that one. This is what's new. Got it. But as far as the games
0: that I did have, I did want to kind of touch on them and kind of explain what made them unique and interesting Mm to me. Um. Color Cubes, I wanted to touch on first because it's the one I can't remember. The It's like the one I remember the least. Okay. It's probably because it's the one I played the least, but I do mm. remember playing it. And what's interesting about it is I did look some of this stuff up to see if anyone had any footage. And of all the games, this is the one no one had footage for. So, so it made it even harder for me. <laughs> to, yeah, it made it even harder for me to remember this game. Mm-hmm. But I remember the case. I mean, people had pictures of the case, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." But it had to be some sort of Rubik's Cube esque game. Okay. But I wish, I wish someone had video for it because I just, I want to hear yeah. it. I want to see it again in action, just to kind of get the wheels turning, because yeah. getting to see all these other ones, oh, man. Yeah, the alter bump. Yeah, it, it's amazing when it just it brings something back. Now, Spider-Side was uh, the one that I borrowed. It wasn't one I was very familiar with. Uh, it was all about being a skilled shooter. Now, you're kind of in the typical triangular ship. You remember, like, you had an asteroid and whatnot, so that's about all I could do. Spiders would come at you, like, one at a time. So one would go down, and one would go this way, and one would go that way. Now, they would be very direct, vertical, horizontal, or whatever, but they wouldn't just go straight. They could zigzag oh. and stuff like that. And you could move around, but yeah. what they're doing is as they're coming at you, they're entrapping you in a web. Yeah. So they're creating this barrier... And making it smaller and smaller and smaller. And you've just got to survive. You know, as, as, as the walls as close in. Yeah. Okay. That was pretty much the gist of it. Yeah. But it's it's interesting. And it's got a very <coughs> amazing sound design to it as well. For the time. Mm-hmm. I feel it was, it was one of those things, not only just being a new game, but the sound design was just like... And I'll play some of it so you can hear it. Okay, there you go. Um, then there were the two that I played the most. Dino Wars was simple. Very, very simple. You were on a yellow backdrop. For some reason, there were cactuses off in the back. There was a red T Rex and a blue T Rex. And you play at two players. And you just come at each other. You had. I guess as a kid, I'm trying to remember all this. Uh I'm sure I knew what it meant. But looking back on it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's what that was. You had 100 here and 100 there. This wasn't your score. This was your life. So you attack the other and you just keep going at it. And the first one to zero is the loser. And then whoever's left over is the winner. And you just sit there and you... Roar in each other's faces. And I'll put in roars so you can <laughs> hear all that stuff, too. Because they're very distinct. Uh. And then all the noise and the sounds. Are and once someone hits zero, then that dinosaur will walk off into the distance. It's victory. And think about that too. Think about that too. Walk off into the distance. Right. There wasn't really a distance to walk off into, but this character would just.
2: Just get smaller. Yep.
0: Disappear. Like he's running away from the ass beating he just got or the scream in the face yeah, that he got he just several screamed times.
2: screamed that too much.
0: And it was just that simple. It was like the original fighting mm-hmm. game for me. You know? And then. Polaris, uh, I think everybody knows what this game is. But they might might know it more as a Missile Command. Okay. You know what I'm talking about?
2: Yeah. Where you it just shot, right?
0: Missiles are coming, and then yeah. you've got to shoot the missiles out of the sky. Mm-hmm. But I think what always drew me to this game, I mean, not not just because it was a very popular game, it, even right. though it was renamed as something different, but it had a very specific sound design. Like, I didn't remember how specific until I started digging back and I was listening to it going, this is why I got sucked into this game. Uh Because the sound design is really good for this game at this time. Mm -hmm. I could see why I wanted to come back to this. But it's simple. I mean, there's nothing to it. It's just like shooting missiles, out, yeah. you know, from the subs that you and they're coming down, and you just got to protect everything. But it brought me so much anxiety and rage.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I could see it, yeah.
0: Because what it would do, and keep in mind, I'm just a child. Mm-hmm. But every time you got to a new level, the colors changed. So you'd start on a green. Backdrop with the uh, say
2: blue, okay, yeah, uh, letters and, and, and come back to me a little,
0: and then you get to the next level, and then it, it shifts a little bit, blue to yellow, and then you shift it again, and it's like red, and it's like, oh my god, where, where are we going with this? And then it gets darker blue, so it's like all these the the farther in you get, the colors yeah. change, and I want to see the other colors, the, like the
2: mind tricks, what so. else. <laughs>
0: Like, this was a goal for me. Yeah. What What other colors do you have? And I know, it's just colors.
2: Yeah. But, but it was, I mean, it still gave you this sense of accomplishment, like you yes. were getting further along.
0: Yes. Yeah. And you just c- keep seeing it change, and it was like, I want to know what the next one is. But then the shit would get harder and harder, and I was like, I can't
1: I do it. I can't pay <laughs> attention to all of this.
0: <laughs> because it would get intense. It was like, sh- She's like, it's going too fast. Yeah. And I was a child.
2: I was like, I yeah. don't know what to do. <laughs> I would hazard a guess, even if I was an adult on some of those, it'd be like, yeah, nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's too much.
0: But it's just, it's just really, really. Yeah. D- just revisiting all this stuff. It seems so simple.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: I understand to everyone listening right now, if you were to go look it up, if you're familiar with games today, this doesn't sound impressive. Yeah. In fact, I would probably even say they—they they probably haven't aged well, just like most older games don't. Sure. You take yeah. a look at the swath of Atari games.
2: I don't want to go back and play those. Sure, no, and I got a lot of them still. Just and I'm not going to give them up just because at this yeah. point, like I collect very little, so why not just hang on to those things? But right. yeah.
0: But it's just like you look at it and it's like... Uh,
2: mm, it was mm. mostly just like time-based or getting overwhelmed kind of games. Sure. Like even Pong, it just got to the point where how fast could you move the little divider so that you could knock the ball back mm-hmm. faster was harder.
0: But to me, back then, they were fun. They were charming. And I loved playing them. I'd spend hours playing each of these games, swapping them in and out, and there's no telling... How much time I spent. Mm -hmm. Couldn't tell you because it's been so long. And I probably wouldn't derive the same thrill playing them today as I did back then. Sure. But like all good relationships, a fondness will always remain. Happy Valentine's Day, bro.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's fun, though. I, I do kind of I, I feel bad for brand-new kids these days because they just don't have that nostalgia bump from right. back in the day and getting to see how it's come in to be. And granted, even I don't think I could go back and play those games like you just mentioned. Like, now that we've been exposed to what it is, <laughs> some of them are hard, but... I appreciation... feel as though
0: if I was perhaps it was laid out to me just for like a five minute span or something like that or I could just kind of mess around with it on my PC or something like that just like, kind of like uh, Blackjack mm-hmm. or, or, or Solitaire or something like that it's just like one of those little Microsoft games just like open it up and just mess around for a minute I could probably do that mm-hmm. just just for the sake of it and be like oh yeah that's, that's kind of neat yeah but beyond that I, that's about it
2: yeah but I still feel like I'm, I'm happy that I was brought up then. I can appreciate the evolution of it much more.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I don't think they get nearly as excited about getting a brand new one like we did either because you're just so overwhelmed with a lot of games. Yeah. You know, I can remember that, that, like you said, you're just so freaking excited when you got a new one. You didn't even care what it was. It was just a new game I could play right now that I've new never game. seen. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And then I was happy as a, Pig and poop. But that's our show. That's our show. You know you can hit us up sometime on Twitter at Super Mega Crash or send us an email at Crash at gmail.com or go on over to Instagram. You can view the weekly icon art that Steven puts time and love into. Uh, go support the show. You can like and leave reviews on your preferred platform and even go to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell everybody. You can find us on Pencil and Paper Podcast Network or search Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, and even YouTube.com forward slash Pencil Paper Productions. Thank you for listening. I am Lacey Finley. And I am Stephen White. And you can join us again next time, Super Mega Crash Siblings. But you know what? Until then,
0: game on.